to Hype's House. This is season two, episode two. Two. <laughs> we ready. Uh, I am so glad that you are here. Come on in, sit down, take your shoes off, relax. We got a lot to discuss. Yeah, we got a lot of hot topics. Summertime hot topics. So y'all get ready to get these summertime hot topics. Okay, so um, let's start off with, you know, the obvious. Super Bowl is only a week away. Um, and to be honest, a lot of people didn't think that the Bengals and Joe Burrow was going to be in the Super Bowl. So despite Burrow averaging the sixth fastest time to throw in the NFL, he has been sacked more than any other quarterback this season. A total of 51 times. Okay? Even in um, the, the last round, he was sacked um, nine times. Some analysts say that the Bengals are like defying football logic. And what I mean is you would think to beat the Bengals, you get to Burroughs, right? Yeah. But that's not working. Right. <laughs> it's not getting the job done. So um, the other day, Burroughs was like defending his his line. He says they're very good. They're a very good defensive front. He said uh, it's going to be a challenge for our guys, but they've worked really hard to put themselves in this position. But he admitted Aaron Donald, Leonard Floyd, Von Miller are going to be a real. It's going to be real pressure for them, right? Yeah, they're a problem. Yeah. So my they're question, my question for you is: Will Burrow rise above the Rams' defensive line? And should he be so confident in his offensive line? That's my question. Well, to start for starters, I'll start off by saying he has to be confident in his offensive line. He don't have a choice. <laughs> so if he were not that confident in his line, they probably wouldn't be where they are today, even if they don't have the skill level to block as NFL offensive lineman. Um, I, I like that he gave a shout-out to Vaughn Miller, Aaron Donald, and Leonard Floyd. That's a shout-out. What he really wants to say is, they're going to come after me like dogs behind me. <laughs> and I'm going to have to kind of get out the way and make some plays. But, of course, I think he had to get the ball out of his hand even faster than he did throughout the season, which being number six, which is really fast. But he had to do that because he didn't have an offensive line that was good enough to give him enough time. So I talked about that, you know, with you a little bit this morning before the show about yes, him getting the ball out real quick. Because right. if he hold it, he ain't going to be able to control it, but what's coming to him. So, But that's kind of what he did with Kansas City, right? Yeah. When they were rushing and coming after him, he knew how to yeah. drop it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's some quick screenplays, some quick ins and outs. So some quick slants, some stuff that just bubble screens and quick outs, some stuff to get the defense thinking we can't, you know, go so hard at Joe because he can get the ball out quick and then there's no one else downfield because right. all offensive linemen blocking them 180-pound right. defensive backs right. who can't get around a 400-pound man. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's, it's give and take. You either gonna let him come and let Joe get pressure, or you gonna throw it over the top of him. So I'm looking to see just what adjustments they make from just playing against uh, Kansas City's defense and the adjustment they're gonna make playing against the Rams. So I'm excited to see what they do. But Joe, 
with them Cartier on, with them glasses on, right? He's so cool. He is. So I think he's he turned so incognito <laughs> when he put them glasses on. He turned something else? Uh, he's celebrity, fashion show, red carpet joke. When he what, take what, them what, off, what the guy, he, he turned a Wolverine or somebody. Because <laughs> when he get on the field. Prasha. I'm going to say that there. Prasha. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Yeah. Okay, I mean, you saw when they asked him what's your favorite nickname? Like, he has Joe Burr. You call him Smoking Joe. What does teammate call him? Joe Feisty. Joe. No, sh- Joe Shiesty. Joe, Joe Shiesty. Yeah. Joe he got so, that, that boy, that Joe, that name Joe, Go. you got so many names. He said, just call me Joe. Yeah, right. That he wants you to call him everything you call him. See, he's just cool. He's so cool. He know he's gonna get a name. Even Gronk said if he wanted to play with a quarterback, if he was gonna continue to play, he would love to play with Joe. What does that say about him? Like somebody like Gronk saying, I wanna play with Joe Burrow. I wouldn't mind playing with him. Um Joe is so poised and cool. Brady is poised and cool. Brady, Brady, no, Brady, Brady is cool, but he don't have as much swag as Joe. No, he don't. But he's cool. Yeah, he is. Cool, cool. dude. He kind of, when he was in New England, he was in the Army. Right. When you go from the Army to just being a football player and being, you know, having teammates to have fun, listening to some rap music, have some fun, have some excitement, go out to parties, he got to do that in Tampa Bay. Yeah. New England. Yeah, it's four four thirty walkthrough in the mornings. You eat at eleven, and we back on the field too. Let's get it. In Tampa Bay, he just do what he want. So, yeah. Joe, different dynamic. Joe coming in like I'm setting the tone. I'm gonna eat when I want to. It's up with me at any moment, and whoever gonna roll and ride, let's get it. It's crazy because Von Miller said he hung out with Joe a little bit. And he say he's a really cool dude. Like he cool for real. Oh, they call him that, like cool, you know. He's cool under Joe cool, the field, but, but off the field, he's, he's like cool. cool. Like it's like he's experiencing. Like he's on vacation every weekend. That's what he treats football like. It's not nothing well, serious. I'm just having he just, fun. He really enjoys the game. He just like this is not. No, I don't feel like I'm at work. My life depends on it. If I don't, yeah. I'm just going to play. When you had that mentality, it's always gonna be better. Man, for you. you. It's always gonna be better for you. But you know, even when he was in LSU, I ain't seen him rocking no chains and stuff like that. He really, he really showing out. Oh, he was doing. He was. Then he was down there in BR. You know. Come on, you I'll, BR. Oh, that's gonna come out. <laughs> scree, scree. You know. Yeah, you, know, you get you Louisiana. Period. Though right. it's a different swag from everybody. You're right. You're right. So when he get around, got around them boys from Louisiana. Different dynamic. Uh, Odell, cool. He used to meet, you know, go to LSU. So Odell used to go and talk to them. Right. Landry right. used to go and talk to him. And just being around some of those dudes and from Louisiana, it's a different. We just divide different. And Joe Cool was already cool. And to get around these, you know, we cool now. So we like to hang out. We got our slangs. We got our things we like to do. Joe was like, I'm in. I want right that. In. I want that. So. Okay, so overall, you saying you got confidence in Joe, not necessarily his defensive line. His offensive line? I mean, his offensive line. Yeah. Uh, 
question. No, nah, I got your question. He just got to get out his hands quick. He just has to be confident. That's, That's what a leader does. He says, we're going to be prepared. We're going to be ready. I know my dude's going to be in shape. They're going to be ready to take on any challenge. Well, yeah, I know that's why he said what he said. But I'm just saying, do you have confidence in him or do you have confidence? How many times did you say he got sacked? How many times did you say he got sacked? 51. And that's the most in the NFL this year? Yes. And what team sitting at home and what team in the Super Bowl? Okay. That's it. So he's still defined. I don't care if he got sacked 81 times. He just scooped that damn okay, pool. All right, all right. I got you. We, we probably could block farm and be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know the, way, the way he feel, That's how he he'll feel. say, uh, T, hype, come block for me. We're gonna get, I'm going to get you to the promised land. And guess what's funny? Know what's funny? Yes, know what's funny? <laughs> we actually might believe him you and say, what? okay. Really? <laughs> Sacked a hundred times. Ooh, that's funny. Okay. All right. Let's move on. Okay. So last night we watched that hot mess Uh-oh. in Los Angeles. It's about to get real, people. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was kind of hilarious to watch, especially when Westbrook was in the game. It was a little funny. You even tweeted about it. Your tweets <laughs> were funny. You said... LeBron looked like Eddie Kane Jr. And Giannis looked like Flash. Mm-hmm. LeBron was talking about, how does it feel to be me? <laughs> if y'all don't know the reference, it's the five heartbeats. <laughs> y'all better know the reference. And it's Eddie Kane. <laughs> you said LeBron was talking about, what did, what did he say? What you said? Uh, nights like this. <laughs> I wish raindrop would fall. <laughs> ah. So. Uh, so, okay, wait. So, wait, let me get to my question before you talk. Okay, did last night prove that Giannis is that dude, especially against the Lakers? Like, was it like a transition of, okay, LeBron, you out, Giannis is in? Like some Flash, Eddie Kane type stuff. I. What you what did that game prove to you? I I think LeBron had a moment. Um throughout the game with him, a lot of times he didn't even get back on defense. A lot of times he didn't even play defense. I think he realized I ain't that dude no more. You mean no more, period, or just this game? I ain't that dude no more. You know, they always put LeBron and I like LBJ. They always put him at the top. Y'all with at the top, either one or two, right. not no, not not past three right. in the league, right. top right. three for sure. Right. I think he's seen. I need to pass the mantle. Giannis got the juice. Ooh. No Tupac, but Giannis <laughs> got the juice. Giannis got yeah. the juice. Giannis got the juice. Not I think. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I got. I got to go back to that too. Yeah. But I think. I think. Q is Giannis. And Tupac is LeBron. You play all kind of games. You know what I'm saying? But all kind of it's all good. So what's happening was it's the same thing that happened with Magic and Mike yeah. on the Dream Team. Oh, yeah. Magic went oh, at Mike yeah. talking trash. Oh, you think you the best? You young gun. You ain't ready for this veteran and how I do it. And I've been doing it for 10 years. And you ain't coming here just taking over. 
And Jordan say, really? Watch this. And he had like 17 or 18 straight. And after the game, we watched it, the yeah, documentary, and um, Magic was like, look that bird and say, we shouldn't have got him angry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, we, we done. Got he got it. He got it. So we knew then it's passed. So ain't no sense us trying to fight. There wasn't no sense in them trying to fight Michael Jordan for something that he took from them. So it, one game showed you that. Yeah, Giannis is above and beyond. That man had 44 points, almost had a triple double, and had like 15 to 16 rebounds and like seven to eight assists. You dominated the game. Easy. And it looked easy. It did. And I don't think I seen Giannis not sweat less in the game. <laughs> it don't look like he even sweating. Right, right, right. Like he was always ready to play. And I think it's something against LeBron and AD. Because everybody always compare him to them. Oh, LeBron, right. AD, you know, uh, Steph, so you all them like top Giannis echelons. With a chip on his yeah, so anytime he's playing MB, one of them top echelon players, I'm going to show y'all I'm that dude. They talking about y'all, but I'm really who they really want to speak on. And I think that's in his psyche. That's another mumble mentality like Kobe. And that's another thing Mike said he liked to do. Oh, he better? I'm going to show you. And y'all is the only one I know that walks the, the line of, when I see you, we're going to have a real meeting. You ain't going to like my interview. And you might not want to get the job after we talk. But I'm gonna give you the business while we in this interview. So Dang, I think that Giannis mentality, which I love it. He won a championship off it. Yes, he did. So that's my take on that. And I think he just coming to age, man. What you feel about his comments afterwards? He actually said, no, we're not on that level. And we're not gonna be on that level. What Eddie Kane really wanted to say was Giannis is taking that team to different levels and different heights. And I I'm not on that level no more. Because I'm not that age, so I need more help. Because I can't do what this man is doing with this with Milwaukee. You I can't do that. You talk about age a lot. You really think they? Oh, father time don't play. Right. Father time really don't play. When you wake up and say, like I said last 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 show, wake up and say, my I have a knee injury. And that knee say. And that knee say I need a break. Yeah. Father time, he's knocking, <laughs> and that's not the. UPS man or Amazon. Right. That is father time. Can't beat him. Okay. I hear you. I get you. All right, so we shall move on. Let's go. So yesterday you called me, I call you hyped. Get it? Hyped. Yeah, I was turned up. Turned <laughs> About up. CJ McCullum coming Woo. to the Pelicans. Reflect. Okay. So I know why I'm hyped. You tell me. Why are you hyped? So why do you think CJ is the missing piece? And despite what Stephen A is talking, hater. You know it. Right. Do you think this is a good move for CJ in his career? So two questions. Why is he the missing piece and is this good for him? I know we weren't supposed to go in on this a little bit, but I got to say a little bit. Okay. Stephen A. Smith's cool. Cool dude. Wrong, wrong property to step on. You stepping on the New Orleans Pelicans property. Excuse me, brother. <laughs> As I excuse your hairline. Oh, but, okay. But, 
what he really wanted was CJ to come to New York. What he really wanted was CJ to be a part of a team he probably likes. And he said, oh, he need to go somewhere where he can get a chip, where he can get a championship, a contender. But what he don't understand is just because you go somewhere that's a contender don't mean you're going to win it. Right. And doesn't mean you're comfortable with your fit if you win it. Some, t- some players win a championship and leave the team the next year. Just because you win it with that team doesn't mean I'm comfortable to keep staying with this team. Because it's a comfort level, too, besides just playing for a team. Kawhi Leonard did that. He yeah. Championship yeah. And, then and out. something about that team, he wasn't comfortable enough with to say, we can win more chips or I'm comfortable say. being in Toronto. So I want to just change because I want to be somewhere where I'm more comfortable, which was L.A., which that's where he's from. Right, right, so right. I want to go home. Yeah. So, you know, it depends on where you are. Leonard, right? yeah. I'm talking about Leonard. So I don't understand it. With C.J., CJ went to Portland. He was drafted by Portland. So he's in Portland. He's cool with a small market team. Right, right, right. But he also knows and excited because I got Brandon Ingram. And when Zion gets healthy, you know we can be hell. Right. He see them youngsters. CJ's 30 and the, the other two are young. Mm-hmm. He see what could be. I know. I see that often. So his I, fit. I know I say this often, though. But I do agree to the second part of what Stephen A. said. He said that you have to have a passion to play. And I'm not sure where that is in Zion. I've said this many times and I don't care. I'm a little disappointed in Zion. I'm yeah. disappointed in his pit. Uh, that, us having him here and what's going on with him right now. Me too. When he's on the court, he's amazing. Yeah. But when he's on the court. I know, huh? Street clothes. Street, yeah, we're gonna be start, we call AD street clothes. We're gonna start calling him. I'm gonna I'm gonna start him off with outfits. Mr. Outfits. Yeah. Every time I see him, he in a he's different outfit. outfit. All on the side, <laughs> he's not on the floor. Right. Right. So, so okay, so when he comes back. I can really see it working. When, um, he, when he comes back. back. But again, if he comes back and you trade him, are you talking about getting some assets for him if he doesn't want to be there. You still have C.J. McCullough in place with Ingram, which is a start to something that could be great because C.J. is totally different from what New Orleans ever had at two at the, at the shooting guard. We had Drew Holiday, uh-huh. which was a great shooting guard, where right. defensively was his ultimate. Yeah. That was his ultimate yeah. height. That's what he height was his, at his score. best. Yeah, Holiday. So, as good as Holiday is defensively, is CJ's offensive skills can match. So what? tell yeah, so tell me, go more into that. Tell me why CJ is that missing piece. What does he have that the Pelicans needed? The offense. The offense. When Ingram goes off the court, New Orleans struggles. Bad. Mm-hmm. Really bad. Um they tried to go through Valentonis, which is the center but the ball slows down because he's in the post you don't have nobody to create off the dribble at all to get their own shot to get the offense going so when ingram sat down yeah when ingram was out ah we wasn't no good we looked mediocre right when he's out there we look like a top six seven nba team right so when you get cj now you get a person that can score 30 or 40 or 50 points he can score that. He's done it already. So you get somebody that creates shots for himself or others. 
that takes the pressure off Ingram. That's going to, when Zion get back healthy, if he comes back healthy, that's going to take the pressure off of him. So that's a different dynamic that we never had. We never had a two-guard that can do that. Right. We always get spot-up shooters. Right. We never had nobody that create and get 30 points a night if our big guns sit down. We have it now. Man, that's a lot to deal with. Now you can't help off of Zion or you can't help off B.I. So right. B.I. happy. I know he dancing kumbaya. Probably going to have a damn second line in New Orleans while we talking. Do you not think they're going to have a second line? Just because of CJ value. have a second line for everything. Lillard did not want to get rid of CJ. I know. So that was my next question. Because that took the pressure off of him. Now he has Anthony Simons, which plays similar to CJ, right. but he's not a veteran like CJ, so he ain't on that level yet. But he's really good. That's why they was able to trade CJ, because of Anthony Simons. He's okay. good. But CJ just built different. In the playoffs, CJ built different. He's a monster. He's really a monster. Well, he's a monster. And I'm excited. Okay. Well, last but not least. So I know we all about Joe Burrow and the Bengals because Joe Burrow is family. But we got to talk about this other team that's in the Super Bowl. Hard eye roll. No, I'm just joking. Just kidding. No, nah, yeah. Kidding. It probably is. <laughs> all right. So, now, Matthew Stafford is not a newbie. He's not like Joe Burrow. He's oh, no. No, 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 no. Been, been off the similar. Quite a while. <laughs> um, but in one season, Stafford has went from people saying uh, he's unable to make the big wins yeah. to, like, he's in the Super Bowl, where he is right now, right? Yeah. So, um, and his career highs are have been with the Rams this season, right? Over 5,000 passing yards, uh, 47 touchdowns, including the payoffs. Yeah. You know, so he looks real good compared to what they were saying last year, right? Yeah. So, will these old murmurings of he can't win the big game, he can't win the big game haunt Stafford in the biggest game of his life? So, will Stafford show up for the Super Bowl or will he flop? Or will he come back down to earth? Ooh. Or will he really show who he really was in Detroit? It was who he really is. Oh. You so, added extra to the question. We'll yeah. Go ahead on to that. So, what I would say to that is Sean McVay different. Right. Offense is different. Right. Offensive line different. But also, the weapons. His weapons are different. Right. When you walk into a ready-made offense. Right. With a genius offensive coordinator. Yes. That's what he is. It's going to get easier. Right. But. So it's not that he that dude. He hasn't been that dude in the crunch time. Regular season, he's putting up numbers. He's did pretty well. But in the big games, finding Nemo. Hmm. Right? That's how you feel. Yeah, finding Nemo. He in the water swimming, but you can't find him because he hiding behind a bush. So <laughs> when he comes from behind that bush and okay. peeks, maybe he's that dude, but. But to be real with you and be honest and be real, he has what it takes. He just needed a different atmosphere. Detroit wasn't, a, wasn't for him. It, that took too long to develop. So he needed a new scene, new scenery, new coach, new players, new atmosphere. I think he has a new life. So what you're seeing now is what everybody in Detroit wanted to get out of him. He just wasn't comfortable. Because there's more pressure on you in somewhere where has never won anything. Detroit's never won a championship, never got deep in the playoffs. Right. So that's pressure on one man. That's tough. 
And they know he's the, he was the number one pick in the draft when he was drafted. So that's even more pressure to go somewhere you never did it. Everybody's not Joe Burrow. Right. Joe smoking right. Joe. He went somewhere they never won nothing. But the difference is everybody's not Joe. And Stafford didn't handle it the way Joe handled it because they're two different people. But when you put Stafford in a community where everybody's loved, everybody wants him, everybody wants him to be this great quarterback that they see, and you put a coach around him that's going to let him be himself and let him make mistakes and not really torture him for or get him the business, Detroit to give you the business. If you do play bad, they'll let you know. So You mean the fan base? The fan base, coaching, they're going to let you know. Yeah, they don't hold their tongue. You got to do something, man. Every year, it was pressure on him. And it's only one man. So. How long have you been there? Ooh, been there about, I think about 10 years. Really? I think he's been there about 10 years. It was a while. He's been there a long time. So that's pressure. So to go to the L.A. Rams and go somewhere where it's easier, yeah. Now, he has to win this game because they gave up the farm, the two houses, the two cars in the garage, <laughs> and half of their bank account to get Matthew Stafford. So now you have to win because you're buying everybody. You're almost buying people to come in to make sure you win a championship this year. Yeah, we talked about that last so, season. He was absolutely collecting talent. Yeah. But did he create a team? You, and remember, that was our question, but look where they are now. Yeah. But so, this is it. This is the tip of the cap. Right. Either you're going to win and you're going to be, we're going to be like, oh, Lord, I, I, I like the way they spend money. And more teams will do it. Or you're going to say, I ain't spending all that money. I'm going to spend a little bit and still could win it with oh, some so of what I got. They'll set an example. So yeah. So oh, yeah. For what you want. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This might help the Saints. This might help the Saints. If they win it with Stafford, they might say, let's go up to one of the big guns and drop our paycheck and drop our pay and drop our open our, open our bank account and pay somebody. Because it worked for them. Maybe it could work for us. So, yeah. This is almost like a Transition again, so we'll see. Well, speaking of that, you said it make it may make New Orleans drop their money on one of them. One of the people you always talked about is Russ Wilson. So you know, yeah. Recently, they just said he ain't a top quarterback. Uh, in, the, in the words of Chad Ochocinco, child, please. <laughs> okay, so they say he's a great. He, he's a good one. He's just not a great one. And, you know, CBS Sports, I think, they did a poll. And, like, most of the people on that poll, I'm guessing most of America, 63%, I believe, was it. Don't quote me. Say, yeah, you're right. He's not great. What's Hype's opinion on, on Russ Wilson? I think that's a clouded mirror. How would you say a Super Bowl winning quarterback can't be a great quarterback. It's not a great quarterback. The man, this man got a Super Bowl, right? right. He had a great defense. Right. Cool. Everybody that's a great quarterback has a great defense. When the Saints won a Super Bowl, which nobody thought we could, the defense oh, wow. was our best asset. Yes, it was. Not Drew Brees. Not the offense. It was the defense. Defense win championships. Offense sustains the all, the points what we do offensively to keep the game close enough for the defense to make plays. So as long as the defense is making plays, the offense can score. As long as the offense scores, the defense can play better to stop 
people from not scoring. So it's give and take. Russell Wilson's great. Not, I don't believe he's not a great quarterback. They say he's average. Bull crap. If you put him on your team, he has leadership. Right. He has accountability. Right. He'll tell you if he's playing bad, but also he'll tell you if I'm if I'm ready to give you the business, I'm gonna give you the business. But he said in a calm nature, and he'll smile like he's not really serious, but he's really serious. I see him. Maybe he need to change where he's at too. Hmm. Maybe he has to match to Stafford effect. If he goes to another team and can reignite some of those greatness that he's had throughout them years with that great defense. Sometimes you need to reignite. Sometimes when you stay around something too long, it gets so comfortable, you think you're just already too good in it, and right. it gets boring. So maybe he's gotten boring to everybody and not excited no more because they're so used to Russell Wilson being so consistent and not average. Because he's won 10 games every year since he's been in the league. Guess what? Nobody's NFL history has never done that. Had 10 win seasons every year. That's hard. Now to say he's not a good quarterback, really? He hasn't had that Legion of Boom defense for five or six years now. And he still has 10 win seasons. That says my quarterback must be some kind of good if I'm keeping winning 10 games every year. Hell, we knew New Orleans and we won nine. Most of them teams went eight and eight this year. Right. Six and nine. Right. A lot of them dropped. Right. They still was able to make a little run, but they didn't get in, but they made a run. Right. So that's a part of greatness. I believe so too. I'm not gonna say he's average. I wouldn't no. say average too. I he just need to change the scenery, I think. But he didn't say average. I mean, he just said he's good. I think it's I a change. Good is average to me. Saying he's good is no. You don't think so? No. So you just said average. So there's average, there's good, then there's great. T- Taysom Hill's average. Okay. Um, Teddy Bridgewater's good. Okay. All right. Okay. Bridgewater's better than Taysom. Taysom is average enough to put him out there. You might get a win or two. So where's Russ in that average, good, great? He's great. He's great. Because if you put him on any team, you have to have the right system. Right. But he can make things work around him because he's one of those players that can work with players around him. What, Every, what, what season was it when he got his first Super Bowl? Um, I want to say 2015. Oh, okay. I want to say 15, maybe 16. But that's the last time he got to the Super Bowl. But I just think that dude... Is an elite. You're not gonna tell me not elite. I think so too. I don't know why they what say that, but elite in your eyes? his leadership, his competitive nature. If he's losing, he has the Joe Cool effect. You don't see him flinch. He when when I watch him play, I really think they're gonna come back and win if they're losing because of him. He makes you think that. Yeah, because he has the no quit attitude, but he don't look like he's shocked. Like the boogeyman jumped out of his closet and scared him. He don't look like that. He never has the boogeyman face. He always has a calm nature. So that's greatness to me. When you can be humble in a chaotic situation. He's that dude. They just don't like him. Maybe because he got dance machine and he married the dance machine. Who's he? 
here. You know it. <laughs> so I don't know. But uh, in Russ, I trust. In Russ, you trust. So the rest of y'all, again, child, please. <laughs> All right, I think that's enough for us. Okay. <laughs> oh, once again, we thank you guys so much for joining us and listening in. For our uh, two supporters that always like everything we like, y'all want something from the gas station? I'm just like, anyway. Really? <laughs> So we'll see you next week. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That's where you can listen to us tomorrow. Yeah. We'll be posted at 9 a.m. Follow us on Twitter at the Hypes House. Follow us on Instagram at the Hypes House Sports Podcast. And now we on YouTube with all that neck movement. We yeah. on YouTube. You know how we say it. Right. <laughs> So, yes, we are on YouTube now. So, if you don't catch us on Facebook Live or on Instagram Live, then you can always rewatch our videos there. Okay? Appreciate y'all. Much yes. love. Yes. Lady T, your boy Hype. Let's get right. <laughs> Let's get the Super Bowl. Let's get it popping. Yes, sir. <laughs> and we out of here. Big well, yeah, business. You got to go home, but you got to get out of here. So, we'll see you next week. Yeah, boy. Yeah.